When he turned his back from shoulder to shoulder, it looked like as wide as the tailgate of a truck. And this darkness, literal darkness, just came like all over, just, just all over me except where I was standing. This thing let out the most blood-curdling, mind-blowing, spine-tingling scream that you've ever heard in your life, and it cut through me like a knife. And I knew that they were going to take me. I just knew it. And then the next thing I can remember is being levitated. Well, when I look in there, uh, I see two big eyes staring back at me. Hello and welcome. You're listening to The Bump Podcast, a place for the believers of the unexplained, monsters, and paranormal. Join us, and we'll go face-to-face with what goes bump in the night. Hey there, believers. Got a good episode for you today. I don't know why the computer decided to tell me that there's a recording in progress. I, I don't know if you guys heard that or not, but that was kind of weird. Um, good episode today. I'm bringing Jennifer on the show. She emailed me on uh, thebumppodcast.com. That's always a good way to get a hold of me. Um, I'm checking those emails probably six or seven times a day. So she reached out to me. She sent a very detailed email about everything that she's been experiencing and she even sent me uh did i say that right experiencing yes uh she she also sent me a couple of pictures that um at a wedding reception that looked almost like there's a face in this green orb-like light over top of the bridesmaids kind of creepy um hopefully i'll get her on here to explain everything and what does go through everything that she's been talking about in these emails um some of it's pretty wild stuff so i hope you get into it thank you very much for uh listening today and remember you can always get a hold of me at the bump podcast.com hey jen how you doing Hello. how are you <laughs> i'm good is it okay if i call you jen is that okay yeah that's fine jen's fine jenny whatever whatever okay. you're comfortable with all right i'm i just shorten everybody's name i don't mean to it's just that sounds good to me. And I like Bo. Bo's good. Yeah. <laughs> I can't make okay. it much shorter than Bo. I don't know. Yeah, you can. <laughs> yeah, Jen's fine. Um, so yeah, I'm sitting here in my backyard in Chester County, Pennsylvania. Our weather here is really nice. I don't know about you, but it's been great. Yeah, it, it rained a little bit this morning, but we got yeah. beautiful weather for the next week. So I'm yeah, all about good, that. Good. It does look yeah. beautiful there. It, I love yeah, that backdrop. Yeah, yeah, this is my backyard. And some of the stuff I'm going to talk about today has kind of happened back here. So I'm going to kind of pan you guys over and be able to show you some of the areas things have happened. Sweet. Um, yeah, so all my life, I've kind of questioned this world. I wasn't really happy with the answers I was getting. So naturally kind of get started getting into like looking into the supernatural. And also I just had a lot of strange things happen to me growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, kept things very interesting. Um, so thank you for having me on to talk about it and kind of vent. This is my first time ever talking about it. So it's kind of a big deal to me. I am wow. really nervous, um, but hopefully I can help someone else get some closure or some um, confirmation, you know, because yeah. it's good to feel not alone when th- things like this happen to you. Absolutely. So, yeah. So I guess I'm going to start at the beginning. So 
um, I was adopted. And so kind of knew that my whole life, I always wanted to meet my birth mother. And um, unfortunately she passed away before I could. Um, that was a whole strange experience in itself, finding out how she died. Um, I actually looked her up and I missed her by four weeks. So that was kind of strange, but through Facebook, I'm not on there anymore, but I was able to find my birth family reached out and they finally agreed to meet with me. Um, now I do have some things I've gone through that make me think I may be one of the first thing I'm going to talk about is I'm not very exciting. I have like two incidents that make me think I may be, um, like an abductee experiencer. Oh, wow. Okay. So, um, the first one happened when I was five or six. So as I said, I started looking into things in my early 20s. This was almost 10 years ago. And, um, you know, you start to hear that with abductees, a lot of it is family related. Mm -hmm. They seem to be interested in certain families for some reason. It seems to be generational, at least from some of the stories I've heard. So that was something listening to the stories I always wondered about. I wonder if my birth mother went through any of these things, you know, but how am I ever going to find that out? And if they ever do agree to meet with me, it's kind of a hard thing to bring up. It's like, thanks for meeting <laughs> yeah, with me. So what do you think about aliens? <laughs> what do you think about that? Um, so anyway, um, I finally met with them and um, my aunt would talk about, she told me, just trying to explain to me that sometimes my birth mom would bring up some kind of interesting things that were kind of crazy, but they were close. So she would talk to her. And among one of the things she would say, I mean, she said that a lot of the things she said sounded crazy to her, but they actually made a lot of sense. Um, and, but one of the things that she talked about was, I didn't even have to ask. She just came out and I couldn't believe it. She was like, um, yeah, she told me once that she would get taken on spaceships and they would do things to her. Wow. And so I was like, wow, I didn't say anything at the time. I just kind of took it in. I didn't tell her about the experience I'm going to share with you guys. Um, the second one happened later, but um, yeah, so that was pretty interesting for me because I got my confirmation. It would seem like kind of a synchronicity, which happens a lot in my life. I have like synchronicities. Questions just seem to get answered out of nowhere. Um, so I'm really blessed and grateful for that. And Absolutely. yeah, I have a lot of things that I need and a lot of times things I want you just sync up the heart and the mind and like you throw it out with good intention and God or the great spirit of whatever, whatever you want to call it seems to you know answer back so um so anyway should I tell you about my experience do you have any questions well yeah I I don't have any questions yet I'm okay I, okay. You said you kind of just took it in when your grandmother told you those those things, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My my mom's sister, my mom's youngest sister. Oh, yeah, 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 she did I say grandma? I don't know. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, it was I met with my aunt and she was telling me how she would open up to her and say these crazy things. And that's another thing. Like my aunt even said to me, she's like, you know, we kind of thought she was the crazy one, but she said at times, you know, she made a lot of sense. And I feel like sometimes I felt like I was the crazy one and maybe she was the sane one because the things she was saying just didn't quite fit into society. Yeah. And a lot of times I think, I mean, mental illness is a real thing. Don't get me wrong. But I think a lot of times the people that were sent here to be our shamans and our medicine people kind of fall through the cracks because in our society, like we don't really have an outlet for the spirit. There's like the human being. And I really think there's like two parts to that. It's like the bone, flesh and blood, and then the being the spirit. Right. And then when we get, get done being human, we go back to being, but we don't, everything's kind of very physical in our society. It's all about like, you know, food, sex, alcohol, whatever, and not a whole lot of room for spirit. And so I think sometimes these people fall through the cracks and wind up getting called crazy or they wind up on the streets or getting put away. And 
really, I think they're just kind of meant to be our spiritual guides at times, but right. not everybody. I know that, but right. sometimes I think, the things, yeah. I, I think you're hundred percent right. Yeah, I really do. I, I think that a lot of times what we diagnose is uh, maybe a schizophrenia or whatever is, mm -hmm. you know, how can we say who they're talking to or who they hear? Right. You know, yeah. So, Maybe yeah, they're just tapping into something else. Yeah. We're, we're missing on some miracle workers, probably. Yeah, probably. Probably. So I'm going to tell you about my first experience. First of two. I'm not very exciting. Sorry, I only have two <laughs> experiences. Not like some of your um, people that you have on. That's pretty damn exciting. I'll be honest. <laughs> yeah. okay. Well, you go. I already kind of told you. Okay. So um, when I was about five or six, um, I had this memory and it's just kind of, I guess, happening right in the middle of it. Um, and like I said, the human and the spirit, two different things. So I guess it was like my spirit witnessing this, mm -hmm. but I witnessed my body being levitated. I was sleeping still in my PJs. Um, but I saw my body being levitated and slowly taken out of my closed bedroom window feet first. And at the time I wasn't scared, like looking back in an I don't feel fear. The thing I was concerned about is the way my body was going to come back because I knew glass could cut. And I was really concerned at the condition my body was going to come back in having gone through glass because I knew that wasn't going to, uh, that shouldn't be happening. Right. And I knew that, you know, glass can cut at that time. So yeah, that was like the first kind of experience I had. And the one that kind of got me thinking, um, or the one I remember anyway, that got me thinking, I wonder if there's more to this. And then I got validation from my aunt that my mom had, who I never met and I couldn't possibly know that she had had those experiences too. Right. So that was kind of confirmation for me that, okay, it wasn't just streaming. And I didn't think I was anyway, but yeah. Yeah. Well, so that was it. I mean, just well, a little snippet of a memory. Yeah. Well, you were taking out that window. Mm -hmm. Was the window open or was it closed and you kind of phased through the window? I don't know. I just remember like face through it, I guess. Yeah. I, that's yeah. a very common thing. It's, Is it? Yes. Inside the abduction, you know. Oh my God. That they, they'll okay. say they, they're taken straight through walls or straight through windows. Uh, I was okay. right before we talked, I was listening to a podcast and uh, they were talking about, you know, the, the signs of abduction experiences, you know, abductees, oh they have these general things in common. And that was oh one goodness. of them. Um, that, well, yeah. Well, reality isn't. Is, is malleable from what we've been told, right? So right, right. That's interesting. Yeah, but I don't have any memory of, I don't have any memory of anything being done to me like on the ship or anything like that. Wow. But yeah, so, um, and then my second um, experience was probably around 2014, a little bit later. And um, I get sleep, I've had sleep paralysis numerous times in my life mm -hmm. and this is one instance where I'd sleep paralysis. And this is the only time I ever saw something. I know some people see things. I've never seen anything until this, this story. Um, so around 2014, I was back living with my parents um, and I woke up with sleep paralysis and I saw a, a tall gray in my room to the left of my room, couldn't move, couldn't, you know, people that know sleep paralysis, you know. Right. And I saw the back of this gray alien. It was about five feet tall. And I had a shelf with pictures on it and it was looking up at the pictures with its back to me. Mm. And I tried to scream. And I remember all in my mind, I kept thinking, oh my gosh, it's a demon, demon. Like I was absolutely terrified. And um, I was thinking demon. Of course, when I tried to scream, barely anything comes out, but I must've made enough noise that I startled this thing. 
and it it kept its back to me but its arms kind of went up like this and it turned its head and like so I saw its peripherals just looked at me like oh shit like <laughs> she's not supposed to be awake you know right. and um and then that was that it stared at me for like a second and then next thing I know I was waking up and everything was normal I was waking up in my bed the sun was shining in the room like everything was fine and I just kind of thought what the hell was that <laughs> yeah yeah and that was the first so, time you've ever had a visual with sleep paralysis a visual sleep paralysis yeah mm. yeah did you notice any kind of lights or anything lights in the room or anything yeah like was there a light in your eyes or anything like that no Okay. No, I just woke up and I saw it standing kind of in the corner of my room with its back to me looking up at pictures. That's so crazy. And then when I tried to scream, it's like I startled it and it turned and it's like kind of went up like, arms went up like this and it turned and was like, looked at me wow. for like a few seconds. And then next thing I was waking up, the sun was coming in my room and yeah, that was that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know. You say, I only have these two things and they are absolutely horrible horrifying things you know i don't know uh so i mean yeah what did this gray look like in the you said it was tall or it was about five feet tall not i know a lot of people have said they're like three feet tall they're tiny like midget looking this one was taller it was like because i had a tall bureau there right it's like a tall bureau and two shelves it was looking up at the shelves they were a little bit i'd say it was about five feet tall thinking back yeah. This was like 2014. And can you remember any details of the face of it or anything like that? I remember it had really big black eyes, um, slipped from a mouth, and its skin was like almost like a paper mache looking, like um, almost kind of translucent. Mm. And I just remember it didn't really do anything to make me think it was evil. It just was standing there, but I just felt like it was like I just kept thinking demon when I was looking at it. Yeah. 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 No that's probably where my mom so, would go too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What is this thing in my room? Sorry, I'm going to get some water. Yeah. yeah, that's, um, that's all I remember of that. Just two little snippets. So I don't have a whole lot of crazy. I don't have like my mom talked about having things done or on a spaceship. I don't have any memory of that. Right. Um, but I do remember when I was younger, no, I don't know if this even relates, but I remember laying in bed, I would lay in bed, I had a lot of trouble sleeping alone. And I would just seemingly for no reason be absolutely terrified. I'm talking like I'm under the covers, I'm breaking out in a cold sweat, I'm shaking to the point where sometimes my teeth would be chattering. And I eventually would just fall asleep, I guess, from exhaustion. But um, I don't know if maybe sometimes my body knew something was coming. And I just don't remember other things that happened. I don't know. Yeah. But um, it's almost yeah. like a panic attack or something or an anxiety. I guess so. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. And I did have anxiety issues when I was younger in school. But yeah. uh so yeah, and then um, well, the one thing, the another thing actually when we were here, as far as like possible UFO activity goes, um, my husband and I were over by the fire pit. I don't know if you can see it over here. It's kind of we yeah. were over by the yeah. fire pit one night and um, we both saw what looked like a star, but it was moving very, very slowly and steadily across the sky. And I don't know if satellites do that, but we both kind of agreed that it wasn't a star. It was like possibly UFO. I don't know. Yeah. But I haven't had any experiences with really UFOs or seeing anything like that. No. Other than 
the ball of light that I saw. Yeah, that orange light. I don't know if you would call that a UFO. Some people connect it to Bigfoot, but I don't know. Yeah. I'm not lucky like you. You've had a lot of activity. You've heard things. and <laughs> I've had a lot of weird <laughs> stuff happen, you know? <laughs> Maybe. Um, yeah, but let me think. Sorry, I have notes over here because I wrote a lot of stuff yeah. down to remember. So, yeah, as far as... Um, I was telling you, I think there could potentially be Sasquatch on the property. Yes. I don't know um, if they're here presently. I have no reason to think they are right now. Nothing recent has happened. But um, when we first moved in, some weird things happened. Or who knows what it could be. I don't know. I know. So let me see what the first thing. So first thing that happened shortly after we moved in. And again, we're in Chester County, Pennsylvania. We moved in in 2017 in July. So um we were just we had come out of an apartment really loving living in a house and we have just nature all around we only really have one neighbor we are in a residential neighborhood there's a park across the street and there's actually an empty lot um to the side of the house over here with a creek that actually runs back through the woods back here mm. um and this one night it was about one o'clock in the morning it was the weekend and i was looking out the back window over here and we we're getting ready to go to bed. I walked around the couch and I just glanced out the window and I saw, I don't know if you can see that bench where that bench is. Yep. You see that? The bench? Yep. Okay. So right behind the bench in that area, there used to be a playground. It's gone now. But when I was, I was looking out the window and I saw a very small orange light. It looked, it reminded me of like the tip of a cigarette. And I was just kind of moving around back there. And I remember thinking we hadn't, we I mean, we were so new. We hadn't met the neighbors yet or anything. So I'm thinking, okay, that's kind of weird. Our neighbors, is that a neighbor smoking in my backyard walking around back there at one o'clock in the morning? I don't know them, maybe. Um, and then I'm thinking maybe is it kids partying? But I wasn't hearing anything. And it kind of creeped me out. So I was like, all right, I'm not going to make it a thing unless something goes on, like hear something, I hear music or it becomes an issue. But it was kind of creepy because if I'm looking at them out the window, that means they're, and I'm seeing the end of this, what I think is a cigarette. They're looking back at me. So I'm right. like, okay turn off the lights and kind of laid in bed and and listen for a while um but nothing really came but nothing happened so and now we know the neighbors they don't smoke <laughs> um the park across the street I know. I now know the police come there often to do their reports there's a parking right. lot there so if there were kids partying back there i mean they'd be able there it's open over there they'd be able to see across the street it would, yeah. they would be stupid to be partying back there so i think i saw something weird it sounds like you did see something weird i think so how was the how was the light behaving was it just staying in one spot or was... um it was moving it was moving around so i thought it was somebody with a cigarette you know like maybe talking or like doing something it was kind of moving around and i watched it for a few seconds and then i was like all right i don't know what's going on it's one o'clock in the morning i'm not going to start anything you know so you know i really thought maybe it's just our neighbor walking around because the fence is not closed it's just a one it's just the one side of the fence so they can easily walk around if they wanted to and sometimes they do their dog gets loose yeah but they don't smoke so right so yeah, that's kind of weird, that's kinda weird. Yeah. And, and you're right yeah you must listen to a lot of shows uh they do associate mm -hmm. you know the lights with bigfoot now yeah and yeah i am more and more of that yeah yeah so isn't that interesting and just um yeah, I learned about you through Shashwatch Chronicles. So, oh, sweet. I think I heard you on there. Yeah. yeah. So, that's one of the ones I listen to. That's how I know. But, um, so I found that interesting. And then, um, shortly after that, um, 
Let me see if I can see if this works. I hope I don't mess anything up because I'm not a tech person. Okay. So I don't know if you can see these trees. I hope I'm getting them right. Those trees right about there. Yeah. You see them? Mm -hmm. And there, there's the side of the house. I don't know if you could see it. Yes. So, and there's the deck. So sitting on the deck, can you see the deck? Did, did yeah. you get a good idea of the yeah, yard? Okay. So I was sitting on the deck um, not long after this, maybe a couple months. It was a warm season. So I was sitting out reading, facing this way. And, um, and something caught movement at the top of my eye, like caught my eye. And it was actually, it looked about what it is right now. The sun was kind of setting, starting to set. And um, I watched, I looked up and my heart dropped because what I, you know, in your brain in the moment, sometimes it's not rational. <laughs> so to me, what I saw, what I saw was a ball of fire, a little bit bigger than a softball, but smaller than a basketball, moving through the treetops there, moving through the treetops. I watched it for about four seconds, just moved at like a medium steady pace through those trees and then disappeared back, back over there somewhere. Like in those trees over there is when I lost it. And I'm sitting there thinking, oh my God, the trees are going to catch on fire. There's a ball of fire moving through the sky, <laughs> which is not rational, but that's what I was seeing in the moment. Yeah. And then uh, I just kind of sat there afterwards and was like, okay, the trees aren't on fire. That's not rational. Fireballs moving through the sky. Um, what did I just see? <laughs> well, was that? Um, and it looked like. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. What did it look like? Was it the same color as that yeah. smaller orange light? Yes. So if I thought it was a ball of fire, that's what it looked like. It looked like, you know, um, when embers are really, really hot, yeah. really bright orange. Mm -hmm. That's what it looked like. And it was a little bit bigger than a softball, not a baseball, like a women's softball uh, and smaller than a basketball. It was just moving through the treetops. Didn't seem to be slowed down or hindered by the leaves of the branches. It was just doing its thing, moving, and then just disappeared into the trees. Um, and so that was, yeah, that was a couple of years ago. Yeah. And I haven't seen anything like that since. Um, but we have had, what else do we have? So my husband did hear um, something hit the side of the house. Um, so we have a bed, we have kind of an in-law suite on the first floor and he is a bed back. So we got a new mattress down there. He was testing it out. And um, he said he was laying down there. He wasn't sleeping. He was just kind of laying there. And he said he heard something hit the side of the house. And he said, I was sure it was the side. It really freaked me out and made me not want to sleep down there anymore, yeah. <laughs> like ever again. <laughs> and um, and he said it was pretty hard, like it wouldn't make sense for it to be an animal because it was the side of the house. He said it was strange. And he went out the next day just to be sure, check the roof, make sure, you know, maybe he didn't miss here and there was a big branch on the roof. So we do have a lot of trees, but he said, no, there's nothing on the roof. And he's like, yes, I feel like something hit the house. I don't know what it was yeah. or whatever. Now he kind of knows about Sasquatch, like he... He's not as into it as me, like listening to podcasts and listening to stuff about the supernatural, but like he has weird things happen to him too. He gets sleep paralysis and he does see things, but those are his stories to tell not mine. You both <laughs> but, get sleep paralysis? Mm-hmm. But he sees things. I don't. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know it's his story, but can you tell me what he sees? <laughs> so he has seen hooded figures. He scares the hell out of me sometimes because he gets them more often than me. And um, there have been times that he'll just kind of nonchalantly be like, there's someone in the room. And I'm like, what? <laughs> or he could turn on the light before this person has a chance to attack us. And then he's like, oh my God, oh. He's like, oh, I just, I had sleep paralysis, oh my God. He's like, yeah, there was a, a woman 
with a hood over her head, like facing our doorway, just standing there. I'm like, oh my God. And he's had that happen more. He had a hooded figure standing at the end of the bed once. Um, he saw, oh God, he's going to kill me. <laughs> when, we, when we were in the apartment, he saw like a humanoid with the cat head standing in the hallway. And he just very casually, I guess he was in that state coming out of it. He like told me there was a cat person standing in the hallway with a oh, cat wow. head. Oh God, is he in the kitchen? He's hearing me. Oh. <laughs> it's okay. So, yeah. So, I mean, he had episodes in our apartment in um, in Brumall, and then he's had a few incidents here at the house in Chester County. Yeah. So, yeah. And I've heard, um, I mean, I've had weird things happen my whole life, which I'll get into, but nothing too huge, though. Just little things, weird things that seem to happen when I'm coming out of sleep. Yeah. May have to do with my brain waves. I don't know. I'm just completely relaxed. Um, I know a lot of psychics try not to get emotional if they're going to do a reading because they don't want any emotion involved. So maybe I'm just more open when I'm half awake, half asleep. But um, uh, this one night in this house, shortly after we moved in, um, I heard growling at the window and my cat was sleeping with me. My cat, Sophie, she curls up next to me a lot at night. And and that's the nice thing about pets. You can check yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, am I crazy? Is that my imagination? No, like yeah. my pet's reacting too. So she did. We both kind of woke up at the same time. And she sat up and she's looking around. Her little ears are going crazy, you know? And she actually ran off the bed, ran out of the room, left me there by myself. And um, yeah, I mean, it, it was a pretty deep growl right outside the window. It was like right outside the window on the second floor. Um, and believe it or not, I just like, I was too scared to look out the curtains. <laughs> so I didn't and I know it sounds crazy but I just got up and used the bathroom and laid back down in bed listened for a few minutes and then I went back to sleep yeah yeah that's another very common reaction yeah People are like, I didn't know what it was so I rolled over you know yeah I mean what can you do it's not like the movies where there's like horror music playing in the background and your mm -hmm. adrenaline's pumping it's like it's like a few seconds and then everything's still normal and calm well maybe not for some people but yeah. for me at least for now i shouldn't knock on wood but <laughs> i haven't had anything too crazy other than first two stories but um what else i want to take just a minute to tell you guys about squatchsurvivalgear.com if you're into camping bushcraft survival prepping or just looking for an everyday carry squatchsurvivalgear.com has everything you need they have the gear to help you survive the worst day of your life you know, it's just to help you be ready. Uh, for me, I have the Rock Ape pack. It's one of the backpacks that they offer. It is, it's a good size bag. You know, it, I, I took it out on my last trip for a, for a four-day camp, and everything I needed fit in there. Um, they have things that go from that size down to like a sling bag. They have a bigger bag, you know, like the Grassman or the Yowie. Uh if you haven't noticed, they have cool names too. You know, they're named after, you know, these cryptids, the Minahuni. Uh, they, they, they got it all. But the gear itself is 100% made in America. Every component is made in America. Um, the guy that's designing them and making them here, his name is Chris. He's been on my show a couple times. But he's a, uh, he's a veteran. And he went with the gear that he used while in military service. And reconfigured it to to be even better and made it available you know to the civilian sector 
top-of-the-line gear, absolutely bomb-proof. I love it. Best stuff I've ever had in my life. You know, I've, I've had Camelbacks. I've had L.L. Bean. I've had uh, some some really high-end stuff. But this Squatch Survival gear, it just it steals the show. Uh, it's fantastic gear. So go to SquatchSurvivalGear.com. You can use promo code BUMP10 and save 10% on anything on the entire site. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oh, you triggered something for me in your last episode. So one night, same by the same window, I heard a metal on metal sound. Yes. I thought it was our basement because we're on the country. We have all manner of stuff in the basement. I sleep right by the vent. Yeah. And I thought it was something coming from the basement, but I had no idea that that could also be linked to. Well, you seem to infer you thought it was like a Sasquatch thing, maybe? Or yeah, like, it's like a mimicry. You know, it's it's like they'll so mimic. they're like really good. Oh yeah. Um, are you familiar with Ron Moorhead and uh, all that? You know the Sierra sounds, how he recorded yes. all that chatter. Yeah, the where they sound like samurais and like yes, yes, well, yes. Also, also out there in the middle of nowhere in the Sierras, he would hear like car doors shutting. Oh my he would, gosh. He would hear uh, metallic sounds. He would see rods of light go by, just you know, yeah. waist level, just going by. Uh, yeah. I watched, I've, I've watched a lot of stuff with him, like in documentaries yeah. and stuff. But yeah, there's yeah, a, a lot of reports, lots of reports Ever? of these different sounds that just don't fit in. Uh, yeah, but they think I would just, think that was like a dumber, like a deep underground military base. <laughs> right. Oh yeah, you're out there. I'm like a Sasquatch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you actually triggered a memory in me the last show you did when you, when you talked about that um and it was right by the same area right kind of under my window wow well what was the what was the sound it was like metal on metal but what was it it was like, like metal on metal so again it was like coming out of sleep i don't know if it woke me up or what it only lasted like a few seconds yeah. and it, it sounded like kind of metal on metal like a machinery sound yeah. it was only a few seconds and then stopped i just assumed maybe it was some because the vents right next to me basement we have a lot of stuff going on in the basement um but I was like, oh my God. And that was around the same time. 
Wow. Now, like I said, I haven't had anything happen recently um, around here, at least that I've noticed, but I am gone a lot. I work full time. And yeah. And whatever, but it's the warm season again, so we'll see. And in your email, you said there's like what? 13 acres of land behind you oh yes like yes so back here these um so this woods is 13 acres mm -hmm. it's preserved and i'd love to know what you think about this but they say it's preserved to preserve a um endangered turtle oh yeah okay yeah. <laughs> what do you think i don't think <laughs> i mean that's a nice story but i think yeah. i think there might be more going on with these woods than they're telling us yeah i think so too yeah, yeah. A, I feel uh, like they're special. I feel we, like they're special. They probably so. are. And I I don't want to like encourage you to do something to, you know, bite off more than you can chew, but have Go you, ahead. Ever, have you ever like went in the direction of those lights? Have you ever walked back in those woods and explored or anything? Not you know what yesterday my husband did. We were out here doing fire pit and we heard these birds going nuts. It sounded like they were having some sort of fight. Maybe they had bets placed on it. That's how intense it was. <laughs> What's going on back there? So we heard this really loud call and um, my husband was afraid it might be like a hurt hawk or something. So he actually did walk back there actually last night. And he said, once you get back there, he wanted to come back. So it got very quiet. And he said, all he saw were like the leaves around him. But we were talking last night that we would like to kind of venture back in there. Yeah. And if yeah. I do, if I do, um, I'll bring my cell phone. Cause if it gets weird, I don't know if he, I'm sure, you know, David Pilates. Oh Yeah. Yeah, you don't yeah, want to go so, missing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he has a great, he's got a great show out right now on YouTube. Well, he has for a while, Can Am Missing. Mm -hmm. He's got a Can Am Missing channel on YouTube that he's puts show like every every week or so. And he said, if you ever feel weird in the woods, take your phone out, film all around you and film the sky. So I'm gonna take my phone with me and do that if I feel weird back there. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not buying that turtle story. I don't know about you, but yeah. Yeah, if if you have the battery life, I would say have, have your phone on and recording yeah. your entire experience. You know, yeah. If it's twenty minutes, it's not going to hurt. You know, if it's mm -hmm. if it's an hour, your phone might you know it might suffer a little bit, but you don't you never know what you don't catch that might be out there. You know, you're right, and the phone might catch because our eyes are not always seeing everything. Right. Yeah, we have this, and, and regardless, you know, you might never see it. Because I, mm -hmm. I feel like there's things going on that are just out of our spectrum of vision completely. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. Absolutely. I, I don't know. Yeah. It's that's, exciting. We live in a magical world. We, we really, really do. do. That's what I was telling my daughter. You know, she's into Dungeons and Dragons and stuff like that. I was like, if you uh -huh. think that's cool, <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. you should check out reality. <laughs> yes. <laughs> absolutely. And I don't think it's any coincidence that we're all stuck in nine to fives and we're so busy that we don't have time to really explore very much. Yeah. And then the, sometimes when people do just for a weekend, they experience some pretty crazy things. Yeah. That's all it takes is getting outside. You know, mm -hmm. that's why, you know, especially in Appalachia and stuff, you know, our ancestors, <laughs> it, it was just as real as we are sitting here talking, you know, mm -hmm. there were, there were ghosts and there were, you know, oh, yeah. bad omens and superstitions and all this stuff. And it was just part of life. Yeah. That, and it's real. It's a reality. Yep. It really is. We've unplugged from that. It didn't go away. It's it's still it's going on, you know. Oh yeah. I think we've kind of been unplugged on purpose. Yeah, I do. But too. that's another talk. You talked about lights, knocking, mm -hmm. growls, this this weird metallic sound. 
Yeah. Um, so another thing that just popped into my head, sorry, I'm just, I, no good. Um, I'm nervous, so I'm kind of blank trying to remember. Um, so another thing I told you about that was really, I was right out of college. This was like almost 10 years ago now. Oh God. <laughs> um, but um, I was dating someone at the time who was really into camping. And the only camping I had done was with Girl Scouts, like in cabins. Right. So he kind of got me out, taught me how to camp, like really pitching a tent. And um, he was an Eagle Scout. So he kind of taught me how to make fires, whatever. It was new to me, needless to say. And this was before I was really into like Bigfoot stuff, really. I kind of believed in them, but I didn't know much about them. I didn't know about the late thing. I didn't know about them throwing things. I just thought they were like something you know, possibly animal that was out there or something. So this one weekend, I went camping with my ex in um, Vermont at a place called Emerald Lake. And it's a gorgeous spot if you haven't been there. It's really, really beautiful. It's this emerald colored lake. And then there are campsites kind of up the mountain. So in some areas, you can kind of look down in it. But for the most part, there's trees around you. And so we were camping at this one spot at Emerald Lake, it's Dorset, Vermont and um pitched the tent there were trees all around and the way the campsite was set up is we had our campsite in front of it was a dirt road leading to other campsites and um there were really lovely people across the way in an rv across from us and i remember the first day we got there this woman talked to me and she seemed kind of spooked and she was saying how um people were reporting a bear around so we should be really careful because we were in a tent so I thought that looking back now, knowing what I know, I'm like, interesting. And the guy had the gun like right by his door. Right. So now kind of thinking back, I'm wondering maybe there's a little more to this bear thing. Maybe it wasn't just a bear. Yeah. So um, we're camping, we pitch a tent and the way, the way the tent was set up is it was like kind of perfect for what happened really from their perspective. It was trees. And like I said, the campsites are kind of up the mountain. So really, if you look down, you're looking downhill and, and it's just trees. So the first night we go to bed and I'm getting super uncomfortable because we're laying there and there's stuff hitting the tent, hitting the tent consistently, quickly and hard. Hmm. And so I kind of said to my ex, like, what is that? And I was spooked out. He's like, oh, it's just acorns hitting the tree from the, uh, hitting the tent from the tree above us, just acorns falling. And in them, like, I didn't know he's the Eagle Scout. What do I know? Right. So I'm kind of <laughs> thinking like, right. okay. I kind of have to take his word for it, but in my gut, I'm like, that's not acorns. That just doesn't make any sense. Cause they're hitting hard. I even said to him, I'm like, they're hitting really hard. Are you sure? And he's like, I thought there might be somebody messing with us. Right. But I mean, you'd have to be in the thick of the woods. I mean, we're right on the edge of, of the wood line and it's, a, it's a downhill and anyone that's walked downhill in the woods, I've done it. It's really tough. You slide. Yeah. It's not easy. Right. So I know that now, but back then I was just kind of a naive girl. And um, so I, it didn't feel right to me, but I took his word for it. And I eventually drifted off to sleep, but, you know, walking around the tent, even during the day, I wasn't getting hit with acorns on my head. It wasn't, it didn't make sense. Yeah. It wasn't acorns. I don't think. No, I don't, I don't think. So, and even if it was acorns, who knows how they were getting to your tent, you know, were right. you, were you under an oak tree? You know, I didn't, I didn't look, I didn't, I don't know trees. Like, I don't think so. Yeah. But so. they were hitting hard and consistently and quickly, rapidly. Right. And, um, I mean, they had the perfect spot for it. I mean, they could have been, I mean, it was uphill. They could probably see us and easily hide. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. now I remember that now that I know what I know about them throwing things at tents, 
Thank God I didn't know at the time because we would have been packing up and leaving and I wouldn't have had a nice weekend. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that week I wouldn't have been over and I probably never would have gone camping again. Yeah, but, but yeah, so that happened. Um, what else? Let me see. Let me see. So, so some weird stuff happened at my parents' house growing up. Okay, some yeah. ghosty stuff. That's yeah, what I was going to ask you about. Happened. I remember yes. that in your email. Yeah. Yes, thank you for keeping me on track. Oh, oh you're good. This is the first time I've ever done this. You're being so great. Thank you. Oh, this is awesome. Um, thank you. Okay, so, so let me think. So one of, like I said, when I was younger, I would get these feelings in bed, like I was being watched. Whenever be like, I think probably unnaturally scared at night. I don't know why. Um, so, I don't think I mentioned this in the email, but I remember it after just thinking. Um, I like to dance a lot when I was little to like the radio and stuff in my room. I would like close the door and I'd put my little CD player on or the stereo. And um, my mom, I only had my mom's CDs or whatever. So I was playing like Madonna, Paula Abdul, you know, like dancing <laughs> around to my little dance routines for my teddy bears. And um, I think a lot of little girls do that. So I would do that. I was having a great time. And then I remember on numerous occasions, it didn't happen every time, but um, all of a sudden I would just get this really, it's like this dark presence came into the room. I would just feel like this presence come into the room and I would feel like I was being watched and it did not feel good. Like I made me want to stop. And something inside me said, turn off the TV, turn off the lights, leave the room. And so I would, and that happened on numerous occasions growing up. Um, I don't know what that was, but I mean, um, I know some people look into the music industry, some weird stuff goes on there. So I don't know if there's something attached to some of those songs right. that maybe, you know, like to feed off the energy of children, yeah. but it definitely felt parasitic to not feel good. <laughs> yeah. And once I left the room, turned the music off, left the room, it would stop. So yeah, be wary of your kids, people. Be careful of the music they're listening to. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. We'll talk about that later too. If you want yeah. To. <laughs> yeah. The spirit world is real. Yes, and there are is. parasites. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, so another ghost story from the house. So um, another nice thing about pets. I grew up with a dog named Britta. She was a Britney Spaniel and she was like my sister. I was an only child. So um, there would be times that I was sitting on the recliner. We'd be just hanging out watching TV and she liked to lay on the floor facing me, just like sleeping. But there were, numerous occasions not every time not not a lot but I would say like maybe once every two weeks just to give you an idea of the timing it wasn't a lot it wasn't often but every once in a while she would lift her head up from a dead sleep lift her head up and look directly behind me when I was sitting on the recliner and just stare like look up as if someone got her attention woke her up from sleep and she would just stare right above my head behind the recliner and freak me the hell out like I would turn around and keep looking what are you looking at <laughs> yeah. her attention couldn't be broken she's just staring I don't I know it what there's nothing behind me there were times no one else was home I wasn't hearing any other sounds I don't know what that was but that house is weird like um that house is weird no is this house and in Vermont I, now what is that house in Vermont or is that down there? no this house so I was raised in South Jersey okay and um kind of like not like the New York City area kind of like more of the Pine Barrens type area okay. Jersey's like it's two parts of Jersey I don't know if you know that oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I haven't been there but I've, I've heard of the uh the Pine Barrens so. yeah yeah so um so yeah it was that that area is where I was raised 
And um, yeah, a lot of weird things happened in that house. Now, my parents built the house. Um, they were the first ones to build on that land. It used to be a dump and there was an old wagon trail that ran. There was a creek behind them. Weird synchronicity. I grew up with a creek behind me and now there's a creek next to me yeah. and behind me. Um, and um, so, yeah, they were the first ones to build. The neighborhood was brand new, old dump, wagon trail behind it, um, woods behind it. And a, um, apparently this is like something interesting too. They had a uh, that can be connected to spiritual something spiritual they had the power lines you know the tall power lines big they yeah what are they called yeah the power lines were behind their house too through the woods um the, they, they say that power power lines can give off an emf to make you feel like things are weird but oh, really but i think that could be an excuse for weird things are drawn to high energy yeah. places you know what i mean yeah electricity it's like it's, yeah it's twofold you know like oh my gosh that messes with your head a little bit yeah yeah <laughs> so do you think that's just a cover and excuse or do you think personally yeah i do <laughs> i mean you too. I, I do too i didn't know that i didn't know that they think it can be linked to that kind of thing yeah oh well i swear i think so i experienced these things so um or were you directly under the power lines or was it just near you? No, they were behind, no, they were behind the house, like kind of in the distance. You could see them now. I mean, okay. there were trees and unfortunately they cut down a lot of the trees over time. I guess they started to interfere with the power lines. Yeah. Well, if they're in the distance, I was then, about. If, if they're hmm? in the distance, I, if they're, if those lines are just in the distance, you know, I doubt that that would have an effect yeah, they, on you. You know, you'd have to be like right would, under them. You know? Yeah. I'd say they're like half a mile away. Oh yeah. It, no, no, it's just haunted. You know, it's, it was okay. just, just <laughs> creepy, you know. Okay. So um, then another thing that sticks out that I experienced, I was in about third grade and I was walking around the house doing chores. I remember it was warm outside and um, I walked into our powder room uh, upstairs or bathroom. Sorry, it's not powder, full bathroom. It doesn't matter. <laughs> um, there was a door open to the right and the, it was the office back then. So, you know, sometimes when you pass a room, you kind of glance in as you pass. I was bringing towels into the bathroom, doing my chores, glanced into the office. And I saw a full, full body apparition of a young man who looked to be about in his early thirties, short brown hair. He had a black top hat on, one of those black long coats. And he was like, leaning he had his arm cut up like this and he was leaning out the window just staring out the window I only saw his profile I only saw him for like a second or two as I passed of course I stopped what the heck was that yeah. there's no one else in the house much less someone wearing a tire like that you know yeah went back and of course he's gone um so yeah I don't know what that was about. <laughs> but he was in our second floor office which yeah and my parents had built that house so I know a lot of time it can be the land. I don't know if it was the wagon trail behind their house. Yeah. That's what but, it sounds like, yeah. Yeah. About the right period. So, yeah. 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 So, yeah, that's something that happened. Let me see. Yeah, and he was solid. He was just as solid as you sitting. I mean, wow. if he was in normal, if he was in clothing of the day, I would have probably ran out screaming, thinking someone was, like, broken. That's right. how solid he was. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So there's that. Um, so let me see. And then there was one night when I was older at that house, I was actually house sitting. And um, 
their cat Pfeiffer just woke up in the middle of the night, ran out of the room, ran to the top of the steps. And he was just growling down the steps, staring at something growling. And I couldn't get his attention. I couldn't get him to move. It really freaked me out. Um, but you know, the alarm was on and everything. I knew the doors were locked and I wasn't hearing anything. I stood at the foot of the steps for a while, listening to see if maybe there's an intruder, but again, the alarm was on, the doors were locked. And so I just went back to bed and laid there a while. I watched the other cats. They weren't reacting to anything. And, um, eventually I just drifted back to sleep because nothing (laughs) was going on. Yeah. But that's another strange thing that happened. Um, now in that house, like, like I said, I was an only child. My parents were great. They bought me whatever I wanted. And I did play with the Ouija board when I was younger, like in elementary school at a sleepover in the basement. (laughs) I did. I didn't tell you that in the email, but I did. (laughs) And yeah, I remember saying something for protection, but I don't, I know there's like an, I would never touch one now. I didn't know what I was doing. And I don't think my mom did either. They sell them in the toy stores. I know it. I know it. Or they used to anyway, when I was a kid. And it's on purpose, you know? Yeah, I'm sure. Oh yeah. Oh you yeah. Know, what better conduit than to have a kid and to say it's a board game and you can just leave yep. that, leave that portal wide open, you know, mm-hmm. for you to see the, the shadow figures in the corners of your eye. And... Yeah. And I, and now I wonder, I feel really bad about that looking back because they've since sold that house. There's a new family living there. <laughs> But I did take that, that Ouija board and I threw it out, which now I know I should have probably covered it in salt and buried it. But yeah, yeah, it's all right. You got rid of it. It's as long as I hope so. Don't do I don't know if anymore. I sealed it. <laughs> um, oh so, yeah, God. but um, I think so. That might have been part of why things happened at that house. I don't know. Or it could have been the land. Um, let me see. Well, all that oh, stuff so, was probably there, you know, and the, the Ouija borders didn't help matters. I'm sure it, you know. Yeah, I hope so. I hope it wasn't my fault. It but can't, it can't be just you know, your fault. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, another thing that happened, like I said, I've just had little things that happen, mainly when I've been half awake, half asleep. But um, one night um, I was, again, like kind of coming out of sleep and I heard this woman that sounded to be like in her late thirties quickly whisper my cat Sophie's name. Like I said, Sophie sleeps next to me. And I heard like, Sophie. So oh. it sounded like, like almost like she was leaning down and I just heard Sophie. And I opened my eyes, looked down at my cat. She wasn't, re- she was fast asleep. She wasn't responding this time, but I swear, like I heard that. And obviously mm-hmm. I looked around and didn't see anything, whatever. Yeah. That's but so that good. same bedroom, <laughs> that same bedroom, um, around the same time because I kind of moved back home after college um I was laying in bed and I went to try to straighten out my legs and I my toes hit something like like as if someone was sitting on the end of my bed I couldn't quite straighten my legs and I'm five one there was no footboard there um open my eyes while this is occurring I can straighten my legs and I see nothing Hmm. I didn't see an indent or anything in the bed right so I just got into the fetal position and listened for a while and then went to sleep. <laughs> like, what do you do? You know? Okay. You're brave. You know, you're brave. <laughs> or, or maybe I am crazy. I don't know. But I mean, or I'm just used to it. I don't know. I mean, if nothing's happening, if, if I had ever been harmed by something, I think that maybe I'd be a little bit more scared. But 
nothing thankfully knock on wood i haven't had any negative experiences or super negative maybe the brow was weird but it didn't hurt me or anything like that yeah so i don't know but i might be reaching out to you crying later like what happened (laughs) (laughs) things are happening now well i just got rid of everything in my house like i can i don't don't know if you've been hearing it but i it's like every time i do a show then talks about you know something dark or whatever Mm -hmm. oh my my microphone will pick something up or i'll start seeing stuff or my kid will see stuff or my wife will see stuff and just this last weekend yeah everything feels like it's like it should be like the the black cloud is lifted off everything feels good so please keep your ouija board ghosts away from me i will i (laughs) I promise that was after your demon show you said we won't talk about it yeah that was that was that's crazy I was too scared to listen to it. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. Uh, well, I'll tell you what happened. It's like, there's a little bit of a breakup on the video. Okay, like his mm-hmm. his video screen went out. And then he said, oh, are you with me? And I said, yeah, I'm right here. And then right after I said, yeah, I'm right here. It sounded like something, it, it was almost like an echo in the line. Yeah. But it was way deeper and slower. It was just like, yeah, I'm right here, you oh. know, behind me. And I was like, shit. Yeah. You know? Oh, <laughs> just, no. Yeah, it's What sucked. happened? Oh, it no, sucked. I'm so sorry. But, you know, it, it's it's all gone. Everything. But you got fine. it cleaned up. You saged and everything. Oh, yeah. I got see my sage sitting right here beside me. I, awesome. I, yep. And I, I pray a lot and I pray hard. So. Yes, that helps. It does. There is yeah. somebody looking after us. That's for sure. Absolutely. Yes. Nothing can yes. convince me otherwise. <laughs> no, no, for sure. Especially now. I really feel like everyone is here right now for a reason with everything going on. I think so, too. So, I think yeah. things are winding up. Like, things are coming to a, uh, I don't know, it just feels tense. Like, things are coming to a head. I, I think we all feel that collectively. Yeah. I think so. I think every, oh, yeah. yeah, I think everybody feels that coming, and I just don't know what it is. So. I don't either. I don't either, but I get that feeling, too. Yeah. Now we're about to possibly get disclosure. Oh yeah. Do you think they're really going to tell us the whole truth? I think we're going to get a bunch of redacted papers, you know, Probably. but whatever they say, you know, I think everything ties in together. I'm a little yeah. bit. Oh, I do too. I'm a little bit nuts. So I guess, but I think. No, that, you're not. I, th- I really, well, I don't think it's supernatural. I think it's perfectly natural. It's just, we've been kind of cut off. I think, like I was saying, you know, about yeah. the spirit before, I think we're supposed to be like, communicating with these things some of them are good some of them are bad but not supposed to be but you know what i mean like be able to sense them more than we do yeah and i think with this whole alien thing i think that uh we're gonna if they would tell us the truth Mm -hmm. that i don't know if we could handle it you know i used to think no big deal it's just aliens you know of course there's something out there but i'm not even sure if it's it's something from outer space anymore you know I'm, i'm starting to think it's some kind of other beings, interdimensional. Or I agree. Some yeah. of that works with world governments that is a mm-hmm. dark force, you know? Yeah, um, I totally agree. Um, Totally agree. Yeah, we could talk about that maybe later, but let, yeah. me, get, let me get back to my notes before I get lost. So, yeah. oh, okay. So yeah, so another time at that house in Jersey, a lot of weird stuff happened at that house. Um, my friends and I were in the sunroom. This is when I was older. I think I was out of college. I was out of college. Um, friends and I were in the sunroom and this sunroom is back against the house. So like you pretty much get all in front of you is glass. 
you can see everything. Um, we were just sitting there hanging out and I heard three distinct knocks on the uh, sliding glass door, like practically right in front of my face. We all heard it, we all turned to look, nothing there. I didn't see anybody coming or going. Um, excuse me, so that was really weird. Was it, That's out, that was it outside or was it? Outside, it came from outside. So they wow. had a deck, they have a deck and then a sunroom, glass sunroom that we were sitting in and it came from outside, mm. something knocked three distinct times like that is, that and there's nothing crazy. there and i mean i practically if someone was standing there i would have seen them it was right there yeah and we all looked we all heard it and we're like what the hell is that wow and it was definitely the sliding glass door i don't yeah. know um well, well now i've been thinking though like i don't know if there's this guy that's starting to come out and talk again and he i he said something i didn't know no i don't know if this is sasquatch or a ghost but it made me think and I just heard this like last week, he was on Strange Brow and he said, his name was Rich Germu or Rich, I'm sorry if I'm butchering your name if you're seeing this, Rich Germu or Germu. He was on Strange Brow anyway, he's in Washington state. He said that he talked to a Native American person and they said that one of Sasquatch's initiation rituals mm -hmm. is to be seen in full view of a human being or no, to be in full view of a human being and not be seen. Oh, wow. That's one of their initiation rituals. So that got me thinking, was that that? Was somebody having an initiation? And then it got me thinking, and I know some people when it comes to Sasquatch think that we're really only seeing like the juveniles. Mm -hmm. A lot of people, that there are ones that are actually much bigger out there. Yep. But you got me thinking, like, what if some of these sightings, God forbid, where these poor souls get shot too, they're just blowing their initiation. <laughs> 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 Like that's a bad day. Like you're gonna close the bar that night. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness, did not go well. Hopefully they have like the equivalent of bars in Sasquatch World. I don't know, maybe like a magic mushroom patch or something. They could get to. <laughs> I I don't usually do this, but can you hold on just for one minute? I gotta yeah. answer my daughter. She make their yeah, way. Yeah, absolutely, in. absolutely. All right, I'll, I'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay, so, um, well, next, I guess I'll go into the one ghost experience that I had here, or I think it was a ghost anyway. So I was coming into my kitchen from the hallway mm -hmm. and at the corner of my eye, I saw this big man. Um, my husband's a big man, but I saw a big man kind of standing in the kitchen a few feet away from me. And at the corner of my eye, I'm like, oh, that's my husband. I'm gonna turn and interact with him. And I went to turn and interact with him. Not only was there no one there, but I remember that he was in San Diego on business. <laughs> so it definitely wasn't him. I don't know who it was, but <laughs> was not him. Um, this house has been owned by other people in the past. I don't think anyone's died in this house, but I know there have been other families that have lived in this house since the, since the 70s it was built. So. Okay. Um, so I don't know, but then again, it could just be the land or just somebody stepping in. I know that water can be a conduit. And like I said, we've got a Creek yep. right next to us. Yeah. So and I know super natural things can happen near water. And the land is old too. You know, it's Pennsylvania. Yeah. Is, it's, it's full of history. You know? Yeah. We've got the native Americans and, and who knows what else, probably history that we don't even know about. Yeah. Not told. I'd imagine there'd probably be some uh, yeah. some giant footprints around there somewhere for people yeah. to look at. It. Probably, I hope so. 
Um, let me see. I'm trying to stick to the supernatural before I get into some things that I felt like were more spiritual. Okay. Um, oh, so one morning in this house, this was like a few months ago, my husband and I partied pretty hard the night before and we were hung over in bed the next morning and I heard a man say, idiot, <laughs> sounded like an older man at the foot of the bed and I just heard, I was kind of laying there halfway, half asleep and I just heard, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he was judging us for, you know, getting a little out of control, but yeah, that's something that happened here too. That was weird. Yeah. Just like little snippets have happened to me. I don't know. Yeah. It's just moments. Um, what else? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've seen shadows out of the corner of my eye, like my whole life go to look, nothing's there. And especially since I've gotten cats, I always think it's them, you know, it must be them. Right. And then there's no one there. There's nothing there. Um, I felt things one time I was on the treadmill actually just a few months ago I felt some something touch me on my shoulder right here or not my shoulder right that's supposed to be my bicep I was on the treadmill um I was walking down the stairs one time and I felt somebody like walking next to me you know like almost you could feel like someone next to you walking walking down the hallway I felt the same thing um I felt things like brush up against my legs which I sometimes would be doing something think it's my cat there's no cat around um feel something walking around on the bed look to see which cat it is to like greet them say hi nothing there and I would have heard them jump off the bed yeah you look worried <laughs> are you no, worried it, about it me just, I, I think it, <laughs> you definitely had some activity there like you're yeah just, and, it, and it's putting, happened yeah. <laughs> through um other houses i've lived in it's not just this house it's the whole like feeling other things touch me or like feel something walking on the bed or whatever so i don't know if i have like a phantom cat hopefully nothing more nefarious than that yeah but... let's, let's hope <laughs> <laughs> no you haven't had anything bad happen i don't, I don't want you to get into yeah yeah like, so far you know maybe you just uh maybe it's just like a you said you're going to talk about spiritual maybe it's a spiritual gift you know you're you're just open mm -hmm. and you get maybe. to experience these things you know you're a little bit closer yeah. to uh to that side than others you know? yeah there's nothing maybe. wrong with that maybe thank you <laughs> I hope so. hopefully nothing bad ever happens so um so yeah these two experiences i had i don't know a lot of people hummingbirds are special to me i know some people uh hummingbirds are special to them too mm -hmm. um so the first experience I had with hummingbirds, I always kind of knew, I never seen one before this ever, um, the experience I'm about to tell you, but I kind of heard that certain animals are supposed to be good luck. Cardinals are supposed to represent loved ones that passed away. Um, and I had heard that hummingbirds were good luck. Um, come to find out they also can mean that um, a loved one that's passed is visiting, but I'll get to that later. So I was um, leaving my ex's house to go to work one morning um this was like i don't know like nine eight eight nine years ago and i first opened the solid door and i was about to go out the glass door to leave for work and i stopped myself because i saw what looked like a huge bug just like hovering on the other side of the glass door like kind of just above my head like right outside the door and i'm thinking crap i'm going to be late for work this huge bug's <laughs> out there I'm not, I'm not going out there until that thing's gone you know so i kind of zoomed in on it and look closer like what the heck kind of bug is that and it wasn't a bug it was a hummingbird and that was the first time i'd ever seen a hummingbird in my life i saw it. i was so lucky and grateful i saw it like close up and it was just staring right back at me and i was yeah. staring back at it and i mean 
wasn't too long, but it was at least a few seconds to the point where like I was expecting it at any moment to fly, to freak out and fly away, you know, like see me and, but it didn't, it was like, it was intentional. It just stayed there hovering, staring at me. We stared at each other for a few seconds. And then I just felt like it was a very joyful, intentional visit. I don't believe in coincidence. I don't believe in anything like that. And I do believe in signs and symbols yeah. um, that are sent to us by God, universe, great spirit, whatever you want to call it the day messengers for us so that's kind of the feeling i got and it felt intentional and it just very calmly did a 180 after a few seconds and just flew in the other direction and i i stood there for a few seconds before going out to my car like wow that was crazy and i knew they meant good luck but of course that day i i went and looked it up because i wanted to see like the significance of it yeah and apparently a lot of Origini tribes believe that they're messengers for the spirit realm because, I mean, as I'm sure a lot of people know, their metabolism is so fast during the day, they're just constantly eating and eating. Yeah. So at night when they go to sleep, their bodies like practically shut down to conserve. Their heartbeats slow down to some like ridiculous rate. I don't know if you know this, but um, they believe, okay. <laughs> so the, a lot of the tribes believe that like at night, they're practically almost dead trying to conserve themselves and they're in the spirit realm at night. And then during the day, they're here giving messages for the spirit realm. And I mean, for all we know, they're giving messages from the living to the dead at night, you know, right. for us. Wow. Yeah. So I kind of took that as like, as a spiritual thing. Like, yeah. I I that visit. was a pretty powerful thing. Yeah. That's what I felt like. And so then, um, so I learned the background on that, which led to the next story I'm going to tell, which was um, the day Britta died. Britta that used to stare behind the recliner at what I can see. I don't know, but she was like a sister to me, you know, my furry sister. Oh, yeah. And um, the day we put her down, I had a really hard time because I was always kind of like her protector. You know, if my parents would fight or she was scared of thunderstorms, I would take her in my room and like, you know, try and make her happy. And so it was hard for me, like kind of passing her off to the spirit realm. Like I couldn't protect her anymore. I didn't want her to be scared. So when we put her down, I kind of like said a prayer, please you know, don't let her be scared for even a second. And um, she had a boyfriend down the street who had died just a few months earlier named Jack, her boyfriend. And so I kind of prayed to him, please come get her and help her cross over. So she's not alone. And I totally lost it. You know, we brought her body home and buried it in the backyard, the house in Jersey, her parents' house. And um, Jack's mom came by a few hours later to just kind of be there for us and say her condolences because she knew Britta well. Yeah. It's her, her little son's a furry son's girlfriend and um i was pointing through the glass door towards the backyard trying to show her where we buried Britta and just kind of talking to her and we both were looking out the window and we see what look like two big bugs like playing right playing right in our view just like dancing around playing and we both took a closer look and there were two hummingbirds i have never before since seen hummingbirds in that backyard <laughs> Yeah. So I kind of felt like that was a sign, you know, Yeah, that was them, you know? Yeah. Just yeah. letting me know that she's okay. You don't yeah. have to worry about her. Um, and then uh, one of the last stories I have another kind of bizarre thing that happened to me that my wedding planner actually pointed out to me. I didn't even know it was my wedding day. I'm sure as many of you know, they've been married. You a lot of times you don't even know what's going on. It's like tunnel vision. So um the day I got married, it was it was going to rain. So we couldn't have the ceremony outside. We got married in Lancaster, um, the Farm on Eagles Ridge, awesome venue. Um, we couldn't get married outside because of the rain. So um, ceremony inside, the reception obviously was going to have to mean to be inside. But I just, I really wanted happy hour outside. 
if we could. And it was kind of clearing up a little bit. And my wedding planner thought it was crazy. <laughs> I was like, can we please just have happy hour if we can? And she's like, okay, like, I think you're nuts, but all right, I'll do it. Um, and I just kind of prayed, please just at least let me have happy hour. Cause that's why I chose the venue is the scenery and everything. So um, I got my hour and the radar is pretty crazy. I sent you a picture. She pointed it out to me and took a picture. She said it gave her goosebumps, yeah. but I literally got one hour and the radar during our happy hour is crazy. <laughs> like there's rain everywhere except our venue. Yeah. I'm going to share that whenever yeah. we put this on the you know, Yeah. She video. took that picture. She took that picture and she showed it to me in the next day. And she's like, this gave me goosebumps. I have to show this to you. This is your happy hour. And I was like, oh my gosh, I got what I asked for. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, it's wild. It's like something just cut yeah, out the clouds scary? in that area. Just Yeah, yeah so I cool. felt really grateful. Yeah, it's your blessing. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. a blessing to your marriage. So that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, so that's that's pretty much it for my stories. Do you have any questions for me? I've got a couple. Nothing, nothing too crazy, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Uh, Throw them at me. Okay. One is like I like I told you before I took it off pause there. Mm-hmm. You know, you heard you heard the show on Sasquatch Chronicles. So let's let's do a West Garmer. Let me ask you, what do you think Sasquatch is? <laughs> so I think Sasquatch is definitely not just flesh and blood. Mm-hmm. I think it's definitely a spirit being, I think. Um, because obviously they can do things that are just incredible. Um, some would even say magical, but, um, yeah, I mean, I think we're, we're flesh and blood and spirit too. I think we're pretty magical beings ourselves, but we just, for some reason have been untapped. I don't think we have junk DNA. Um, I think it's just not tapped into, but, and I think part of the reason we're not told the truth about Sasquatch is because I think they're part of the history. They don't want us to know. And I think it would empower us. And, uh, so yeah, I think that we're somehow related to them, which, you know, I think was the genome project kind of proved that, right? Yeah, They're, yeah. The, the mother's human and the father's unknown. Yeah. Um, I just think that they are definitely flesh and blood and and supernatural beings. Then again, I kind of think we are too. So. Yeah. Well, you know, I, yeah. I think you're right. You know, I I used to think it was easy. You know, it's just a big ape. You know, yeah. North America didn't have an ape. There's apes on other continents. That's our yeah. ape but yeah. I don't, I don't feel that way anymore. And yeah. I know I talked to some BFRO guys that will mm-hmm. slap me around for saying that, but you know, yeah. Oh yeah. It's really intense in that community. Yeah. But where do the, yeah. foot, what, where do the footprints, you know, when, when they end in the middle of a field and there's just nothing else there, you know, mm-hmm. I haven't had one person be able to explain that part yet. You know, like, right. if it's not something supernatural, if there's not more to it, you know, yeah. where'd they go, <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah. I think and they're interdimensional. I do too. I think I, they're interdimensional beings. And I think some of this craft we're seeing are too, the way they blip in and out. Yeah. Yeah, so, there's, there's something they have access to that we don't. Yeah. And, and um, have you had some heard some stories about how, how they seem to morph? Like some people think they're just looking at like a tree trunk and then all of a sudden they'll stand up. I mean, yeah. I wonder if they have ability either to get into our heads and make us see something that isn't there or different than what we're, is really there or right they have the ability to shapeshift like i don't i mean i'm wondering what that orange orb was i guess they have right. the ability to do that yeah and that's that's nothing about these lights you know what are those lights and how are they connected 
are, are the lights something else that's interested in Sasquatch? Or is that, right. some, or is that you know, something that's just part of their, their world, you know? Yeah. It's all too much for me to no, understand. It's so interesting. I want to know. <laughs> I know. And that's, that's a big reason why I started doing this show. I was like, maybe I can get some answers. And no, yeah. I just have more questions. I haven't figured I know, it out. right? <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah figured <laughs> you know, figure it out. <laughs> Gotta start over again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, Jen, I really appreciate you coming on the show. And Thank I think you, you did so an, an excellent job. I don't know why Thank you were you. nervous. You've had tons of things go on. Um, yeah. And I'm sure as soon as we get off here, you'll think of something else too, you know. Sure, but thank you so much for letting me go public. And it's, it was just nice to get it all out there. And I hope maybe I helped somebody else that's have similar experiences. You're not alone and it's more normal than you think, really. Awesome. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. Well, thank I hope you so much. To thank you. you. All right. Be well, everybody. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. All right, that's it for this week, guys. I hope you enjoyed listening to the show. If you just have to have more content, you can go to patreon.com slash the bump podcast and subscribe and be a patron. Uh, got more and more content on there every week. So I hope you enjoy that. Uh, to catch up on past episodes, go to the bumppodcast.com, click the episode tab, and it'll take you to any episode you want to listen to. Also, if you want to be on the show, I would love to have you on. Share your story with us. Go to thebumppodcast.com. Click the holler at me button and holler at me. Send me an email, thebumppodcast at gmail.com. And uh, I'll get you on as fast as we can. All right. Again, thanks for listening. I love you guys. Until next time, don't stop believing.